0: push the record button so for the audio i've just done that so uh good evening uh to those people listening to the audio you missed the whole introduction but it doesn't matter last week i did a presentation called uh the no holiday hangover and the whole idea of it was to um help you understand what you need to do to get more done and reduce the stress and the pressure, the unnecessary stress and pressure uh, that tends to affect most business owners leading up to Christmas. I think builders more than most because guess what? Everyone wants to move in. Everyone wants to have things finished and so forth. So there's additional deadlines and so forth that uh, they need to deal with which tends to create pressure, which tends to, um, then when you end up on your break, whether it's just a few days in between Christmas and New Year or you take a little bit longer, uh, you've still got that momentum, you've, you've got that, uh, that, that pace, that uh, hectic pace still going and sometimes it takes a few days to, to wind down. Sometimes a little bit longer, because you might be thinking you know i i need still need to do this, and blah blah blah, um so you don't get to to rest and then uh by the time you do get the the relaxation happening, it's time to get back to work, and for the most part you, you're still thinking and wishing you're on holidays uh and so you're not as effective, you're not as productive as you could be um when you come back and sometimes it can take days sometimes weeks to get back in the groove again even if you've only had a short break so last week uh I I did that presentation if you weren't there and it sounds like a good idea just scroll down and uh, you can watch the video replay now don't go back and watch last wednesday's builders problem solved because that's the one that has the audio issue and I uh the, the desk blew up and I had to get a whole new setup to replace it, and um, uh, but when I did that, I, I did a, a full recording, so there's a, a a proper video with with nice audio and so forth that I've done, and that's there for you to watch. So if that sounds like a good thing for you, whiz back and uh, have a look at it. Now, over the past couple of weeks, because I I was uh, I didn't answer questions over the last two weeks because of the uh, bill uh, no holiday hangover. Um, there had been a bunch of questions. Now, the many of the questions were around the, uh, the the challenge of of being paid for your quotes or proposals, as we call them, in Black Belt. Um, and I, I thought it would be handy, rather than answering specific questions, is to give you an overview of some things you can do. And as it happens, uh, next week we've got all our Builders Business Black Belt members and many of them are watching right now. Waino and Lizy have just joined us. Um, they're all going to be coming down to Hobart to to visit us at what we call our our two day intensive. So, in Builders Business Black Belt, we have these two day intensives where we all get together in a uh, a seminar room and we we do some pretty exciting stuff to help um, build the building business in various areas. And so each um, each intensive has a different theme. So. One one time it might be an attract and it will all, you know, it'll be a sub-area of how to build an attract strategy. Another time it'll be qualify and this particular time it happens to be qualify. Then we'll do another one in March that will be a deliver plus. So that's all about processes, systems, building team, um, all of those sorts of things uh, and then the after that, it will be the scale, which is generally scaling your mindset. We work on mindset. It could be working on finances. Uh, <coughs> it could be working on time management, but being able to scale and get leverage in your business. So this next one in Hobart next week is a uh, a qualify intensive. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm not sure what's in the back of my throat, but um, it's. Just sitting there, it won't move. And uh, so the the focus is going to be on, um, or the sub focus of the 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 intensive. I'm calling it getting commitment. And what we're going to be cov- covering is really answering a lot of the questions that I've been asked over the last couple of weeks in Builders in a Circle. So I just wanted to give you a brief outline of what you need to start looking at and, and a few things that you can do and perhaps a few resources that you can look at to help you with your building business. Now, if you're a Builders Business Black Belt member, uh, you're going to be getting this firsthand and you're going to be getting it in significant detail with a bunch of exercises. And you're going to be learning some really, really cool stuff uh, next week that um, you can apply uh, when you're working or, or, or um, communicating with, with prospects with clients, with team members, with suppliers, subcontractors, whatever. These skills are going to be invaluable. So the focus is, is on getting commitment, and that's kind of what many of the questions I received over the last couple of weeks were focused on. And what the questions tend to ask is, you know, what do I say? Um, and And... I think people have a a very one-dimensional approach to getting this right. They think that there are specific words that you need to use uh, and it magically, you know, it's some sort of Jedi mind trick and people are under your spell and they just go, yes, yes, I'll pay whatever you want. And it's not like that at all. So the key is to... um, build a ton of rapport, a ton of trust, a really solid connection. So they are open and they feel good about um, working with you. But bear in mind what we're creating is a, a qualification process. And, and the really cool thing about a qualification process is instead of you selling, Uh, which is, you know, putting your best you forward and telling everybody how good you are and what the experience is and and so forth. And then I guess what many builders do is is that they tell them how good they are, but then they ruin it all by saying we will discount it and we will compete on price. Turning it into a complete lose-lose situation. Whereas what we need to do is we need to build this um, sense of authority so people really feel that you know what you're talking about so they can trust you. But then the real key to getting a connection and getting trust is to have them feel that you understand their problems. You understand things from their perspective, which is kind of tough because um, we're not Ever taught to do this? Now, I've got three resources here that uh, I would be suggesting, and I'm not sure whether you can actually get this one here. This one's called Instant Rapport by Michael Brooks. Um, I was fortunate to have got this soft cover, whatever you call them, uh, copy of the book many, many years ago. I've recommended it quite a few times, but I'm not sure. That it's gettable anymore. I mean, you might be able to get it secondhand online or somewhere, but I've never seen it as an audio book. I've never seen it as a uh, um, what do you call it? An uh, a downloadable book, an iBook or whatever they call them. Um, but I'm sure that there is this sort of information out there in other uh, forms. But uh, again, the builders' business black belt people don't need to worry about it because we're going to be talking about this and uh, another another great one, which I know is easy to get, is called the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And um, you can go to, to what we're talking about right now. You can go straight to Habit Five because Habit Five talks about first seek to understand, then to be understood. And we're not wired that way, um, and and we're definitely not encouraged to do this, and we're not taught to do this. We're never taught to do this in school um, because what, what Stephen Covey's talking about in Habit 5 is listening, okay? Um, and we're really never taught to listen. We're, we're really only, um, I suppose, taught to shut up. Uh, and, and, you know, when we're at school, we're not really listening. We're, um, you know, the, the teacher might be talking, and we're never, ever taught how to listen and, and how to communicate effectively. Um, Waino said, tried, I tried to get why people don't listen but could not get on Audible. Yeah, I've never seen it on Audible either, but I reckon both of those books you'd, you'd probably need to try and get um, secondhand somehow uh but uh worth worth the the search to to try and get them so yeah in the, in the, the the seven habits of highly effective people it's it's all about um learning the skill of not only listening to the words that they're saying but looking at their body language and looking at Or listening to the tone and the pace of their their voice and so forth, to and and look, did I say looking at their body language? I forgot what I just said. Um, But you're looking at the the totality of the communication. You're listening to the words. You you're you're listening for the the volume and the pace and the timbre of their voice because that quite often uh, can communicate emotion and you're obviously looking at their body language, their facial expressions, um, their gestures, how they're holding their body, Um, and that also communicates the emotion. And so the skill that he's talking about in Habit 5 is learning how to have the, the, the person that you're listening to feel and really feel, genuinely feel understood. And the only way that can happen is if you repeat back to them what they've said but also how they feel about what they've said. So it's it's pretty simple um, but it's not necessarily easy. You need to do practice and you need to overcome the, the desire to just want to talk. Now, it seems that f- the female variety – uh much better at this than than males simply because we just want to fix things. Um whereas, you know, the ladies, they, they're pretty good at just listening. They're not n- suggesting solutions and, and so forth. When our when us guys get together and have a chat uh and and we're talking about problems, we certainly aren't backward in coming forward with solutions. Um, so Because of that, we tend to not be as good a listener um, as males. Having said that, ladies, you're not going to get off the hook because um, you know I think that, uh, particularly when you're sitting in a group of ladies, quite often, if there's five of them, five of them will will be talking all at once, and uh, you're not necessarily listening when when you're talking, Um, and so. The, the real key here is to if if you're trying to build rapport and build trust so a person has a connection with you um, you've really got to learn the skill of feeding back uh, what they've said but also how they feel about what they've said and going right back to the to the start of the conversation, the reason that we need to do this is because um a qualification process is all about you being like Simon Cowell on, um, you know, Britain's Got Talent or America's Got Talent, whatever show he's on. I, I don't watch it, but uh, I have seen some shows with him on it, and and he is auditioning the the performer, and that's what you need to become. You need to be the person who is auditioning the prospect to see whether you want to take them to the next week in the competition, you know, the next part of the, the process, which is bringing them into your business as a customer. And this is so, so, so important on many, many levels, because um, you you don't want a customer in your business that's totally focused on money. Uh, and you don't want uh, someone in your business that is unreliable. You don't want someone who doesn't do what they said they were going to do when they said they were going to do it you don't want um, somebody who's high maintenance who's you know always looking at every cloud in every silver lining like they're just incredibly pessimistic uh, and someone who's not open and honest because then you can't work as a team so it's essential for you to be the Simon Cowell and you be auditioning your Customers now, that's not going to work very well if they don't feel uh, any sort of compulsion to want to be in your business. They, you know, if if they don't trust you, if they if they don't have a connection with you, you're you're not going to have much of an opportunity to um, to audition them. So you need these skills. You need to be um, able to you know resist the urge to talk and tell them how good you are and you need to be completely committed to understanding their fears their frustrations their wants and their aspirations from their perspective you don't need to agree with them you don't need and you shouldn't and you shouldn't disagree with them either because that is judgment all you all you are going for is understanding now, another thing that we're going to be covering in the um, in the two day intensive next week is some information from uh, this. No, not that book. This one, the uh, Instant Rapport by Michael Brooks. Again, another tough book to find, but uh, search around see if you can get a copy because it's it's absolutely worth it. Many of you may be. Uh, um, aware of a, a a process, a technique, whatever you want to call it, called NLP, which stands for neuro linguistic programming. It's been around for a long, long time, and it's about creating change and um, in yourself and other people. And one of the basic skills that you need to learn. Uh, if you're going to be any good at neuro linguistic programming this is where where the basis of this book comes from the michael brooks book is that you need to be good at building rapport and that's what I was just talking about the skills of building rapport so one part of it and there are many parts one part of it is as i've just said is is really listening with the intent to understand feeding back the information along with how they felt about the information. That's part of building rapport. But the other part is, and uh, Hugh McKay in this book, Why People Don't Listen, has has a great quote, and it says people tend to listen to those who listen to them. And he also says people like those who are like them. So it's kind of the opposite to opposites attract is what Hugh McKay is Mackay is saying and and I totally am on board with, with Hugh. I, I don't think that opposites attract whatsoever. I think it's uh the, the it's the things that we we share in common that bring us together. Um but we can also value the differences. But I don't think that two people that are you know polar opposites will ever attract. There has to be common ground in beliefs and uh, values and so forth for, for people to get on. And um, so what Michael Brooks talks about in the Instant Rapport book is these different learning styles. And at the next intensive, next week, we're going to be going into detail about this, but I just want to... Throw it out there, so you start to become aware of it and start to look for resources to help you um, understand this, because it 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 really doesn't matter what your intentions are a lot of the time, if you don't understand the different learning styles that Michael Brooks talks about um both of you could be talking about the same thing you and your prospect could be talking about the same thing wanting the same thing but because you have two different learning styles you won't ever get that rapport you won't ever get that understanding and that connection so what Michael Brooks talks about and many others talk about it, that's why I say you can you can go and find this information uh, in a lots of different places but the the book by Michael Brooks seems to bring this all together in a nice neat package. And he talks about the the three or there's four different learning styles, but we really only need to focus on three at this time. And one is visual, and the second one is auditory, and the third one is it's called kinesthetic, and it's it's kind of it's about feeling. And so Fundamentally, we all have all of these learning styles, but as we start to grow up from a child, as we start to get older, we start to prefer or lean on or have one of those learning styles, it tends to dominate. So, what tends to happen as you get older, you start to have a preferred learning style, and so, um. a a visual learning style and you could be kind of a mild visual or you could be what you call a high V or a highly visual learner, meaning that uh, you really, really lean on that learning style. Whereas um, an auditory, they'll tend to listen to things. Uh, They like to listen, uh, listen to people speak and so forth um and the the kinesthetic that that's all about feeling and uh there are different um characteristics of those three learning styles and so a visual person uh they can get a bit bored by just listening to somebody particularly if somebody hasn't got an animated type of voice if they're very monotone a visual type of person can get bored quite quickly and the thing is folks that You all have these preferred learning styles and you'd never ever think about it consciously. And that's one of the things that we're going to be doing at the uh, intensive next week is learning how to bring this into your conscious awareness because as soon as you bring it into your conscious awareness, you can do something about it. And so there are characteristics of these three different learning styles. A, A visual type person will talk quite quickly because they, they process stuff quite quickly because they're doing it visually. So it's kind of, it's quicker to watch the movie than it is to read the book, you know. So they process things quite quickly. So they, they tend to have, you know, uh, big gestures like I'm waving my hands right now um, and they, they speak at a, a bit more of a rapid pace, whereas the opposite of that is kind of the kinesthetic and that person tends to like to, to process things through their feelings. And you'll notice that the pace of my voice has just changed as I'm demonstrating this because uh, that's kind of what a, a, a kinesthetic starts to sound like because they're processing things through how they feel about it. And so they, they, they're they much more on purpose. They're much more slow. Um, and what can happen here, and this is why I want to put it in front of you, and we're not going to go into great detail uh, this evening with it, but I just need you to be aware of this and and start to look into it, start to gather information about it, because if you can learn this stuff, it's an absolute game changer. So we've got, Probably around about 40% of people are Vs or high Vs and about 40% of people are um, Ks, kinesthetics, high Ks, and uh, the rest are made up of auditory and another smaller learning style called an auditory digital, but I'm not even going to worry about it because they're such a small um, percentage. So let's just just look at the Vs and the Ks to start with, so the visual-type people and the kinesthetic-type people. Now, while you're listening to this also and watching it, if you're watching it live, um, have a bit of an assessment about yourself right now, and, and do you think that you tend to – Learn by seeing things and make decisions. You know when you see things and you're quick and you you speak a little fast and that sort of thing. Or are you a little more on purpose and you know you like to make decisions by making you know making sure it feels right first. Put something in the comment section to give yourself a um an assessment as to what you might be. Might you be a mild V or a high V? a mild K or a high K, or might you be a uh, uh, an auditory. You might be an auditory person who, uh, you know, that they just love sound and, and love listening to people. And, uh, you know, it's really easy to annoy. Uh, a, I'm just looking for a pen right now. Uh, I haven't got one. <laughs> Not, well, I've got the Apple pen, but it doesn't work. If you sit there and, and you're having a meeting with a high uh, a, which is a, an auditory, and you know how some people click the pen, click, 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 click while they're talking? You know, a high V wouldn't even pay attention to that. But um, uh, th- an auditory would be so distracted by that. Um, so it's, you know, it's th- there are these things that are going on in the background that we don't even realise. So we've got some comments coming through. Wano reckons uh, he's he's flat out. Yeah, I'm not sure that you're a high V, Waino, but uh, we'll certainly find out. Uh, Andrea says she's a high V. Um, Hugh is saying a high V is me for sure. Possibly. Possibly. Uh, And it's good to figure out what your tendency is, because here's what happens. Imagine that you've got uh, someone who is a high V, so let's say you are, and a prospect is a high K, so they tend to be a lot slower, a lot more um, on purpose and things like that. And if when you're speaking, you're going 10 to the dozen like this, and the high K, they can't take that information in at that pace because they've got to run it through how they feel about things. So they start to feel overwhelmed. And When you're talking like that, if you're a high V and your high K starts to become overwhelmed, are you going to be in rapport or not? I say not. So you're not getting the connection. So you could be saying the right words. You could be giving them the answers to their questions. You could be doing all of the right things. But if the way that you're presenting it doesn't match their learning style, you're not going to have the connection. You're not going to have the rapport. Now let's flip that on its on its head. If you are a high K and believe it or not, my default is high K. I tend to run things, how do I feel about it, all of that sort of stuff. But I've been doing this for so long that I can I can I can go between and betwixt, depending on who I'm talking to. Uh, which is a little difficult when you're doing something like this because I don't know who I'm talking to. I'm talking to all of you. Um, so, you know, I've got to try and cover all bases. But re- imagine a high K. If you're a high K and your uh, prospect is a high V, you'd be kind of talking like this and it'd be a lot slower. You'd be a lot more on purpose and so forth, and the high V is listening to you, and you're going at about a third the pace that they're used to, or they want to, and they're just going to get frustrated, you know, they're gonna, their brain is going to get bored, and it's going to start to think about other things, so are you in rapport or not? Again, I think not, so we need to know who we are, We need to know what our learning style is and we need to develop skills in learning what the person we're talking to, we're communicating with, we need to know what they uh, prefer as a learning style as well. Now, there are other things, and again, in the Michael Brooks book, but you can Google some stuff and and you'll get it as well, um, you can check whether somebody is a high V, a high K or a high A Quite often, by where their eyes move, when they're thinking about things, you'll find that high visuals will always look up, and when you're looking up, you're accessing the bottom part of your brain at the back of your, back of your head, which is the visual part. Kinesthetics uh, and um, auditory digitals tend to look down, um, and they're accessing their feelings, so they're looking down but accessing the top part of their brain, and auditories tend to look sideways. Uh, And they're accessing the um, the auditory part of the brain. So, for instance, if you ask them a question, or they're formulating a thought to tell you, they're going to access the part of their brain that they um, prefer as a learning style. So that's a bit of a a giveaway as well. So you can have a look at eye movement, and then the third thing you can do. So you can marry up the body language. So if if someone's talking really really quickly, waving their hands around, and and accessing uh, their brain by looking up there's a pardon me a fair chance that um that they're high v but you also need to listen to the language and they will be using visual type language can you see what i'm saying D- is that clear they're, they're terms that are that a high v would use <clears throat> a high k would say well you know, it It just doesn't feel right there's there's something's not quite right, and I just can't put my finger on it are terms that you'll hear a um uh, a high k talking about so how we can come undone is many, many ways, and this is why we need to learn this, because if you're going flat out and you're freaking out the the K that you're talking to, you're not going to be in rapport. If you're using words that they tend to not use, if you're using high visual words and they're a high K, they tend to speak in, in feeling words. Um you're not going to get that connection solid either. So think about this, that there are people that you meet for the first time that you just get on like a house on fire, and then there are people that you meet for the first time and maybe subsequent times, and you just can't seem to get a connection with them. You've spoken to them plenty of times and you just can't seem to create that connection with them and i'll bet you london to a brick that what's happening is that they are almost your opposing learning style and that's why you're not getting the connection and that's why um it you know you it's it you don't really you're not attracted to them you, it, they're not the sort of person that you want to hang around with a lot but there are people that use the same learning style as you that perhaps share the same values as you as well, that you really look forward to spending time with and you're really happy to see them and uh, they really brighten up your day because you are in rapport. You have those things in common. You use the same learning style. You've probably got the same values and so forth. So these things are going to be absolutely essential for you to create a more effective, qualified process because you need to be able to build connection, build rapport, build trust, have them open up and really tell you the truth about what they want, what their priorities are, what they're afraid of, what they don't want and what their budget is and feel connected to you. But when you get that information, You become Simon Cowell and you start to audition them. It's your business. You should be the one at the front gate deciding whether to open it or not. And most builders don't do that. The gates are open and they're going, come in, come in, come in, one and all. Uh, And the only way that they can attract them in is by cheaper prices um, and They just completely ignore all of the red flags and I'm sure people listening to this live or the recording will have experienced at some stage in their building business letting somebody into their business that they really regret letting in. And so the cool thing about this is if you start to learn this, if you start to practice it, if you start to become aware of it, you can, because you've created a a high level of trust and you've created a um, a connection and rapport and so forth, they will want to listen to you as well, okay? And they will want to play the team game. So by building these skills and building it into a process, the qualified process, uh, you're going to have a much greater chance of, uh, 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 encouraging someone who you might have kicked out of your process if you were just uh, judging them, uh, if you got, have these skills and you can build the connection and the rapport, you've got a greater chance of being able to educate them to follow your process because they can see the benefits for them. And uh, that way you will get a lot more business. You'll get a lot more quality business. You'll really enjoy doing that business. You'll really enjoy working with those people. And they will have such a wonderful time having felt understood, uh, having felt a connection and trust with you. How are they going to talk about you to other people as far as referrals and testimonials go? I think you know the answer. So I hope that's helpful. If you've got any questions or, or uh, need, need a hand or some guidance with any of this sort of thing out there in Builders in a Circle, you can certainly put the comments uh, and questions in the comment section here uh, or just post in Builders in a Circle if you've got a question and we'll do uh, our very best to, to help you out. Uh, for the folks watching that are in Builders Business Black Belt, really looking forward to catching up with all you guys next week. Um, and uh, down in Hobart uh, for two days for most of you, three for some of you. We're going to do our very best to put good weather uh, on for you, but I can't promise anything. Uh, Luke has said very helpful glad you could join us Luke I hope that was valuable for you and uh, as I said any questions you have pop them in the comment section Uh, even when we're finished I'll get back to you and help you out as best as possible so that's it for another um, episode of builders problems solved I hope it was valuable uh we will be on again next week even though we uh it won't be in this format we'll uh will be uh with with a bunch of black belt members next week in Hobart and we'll uh hopefully like we did last uh intensive we'll have a lighting person a a camera person and a sound person and we'll we'll go around and talk to various black belt members uh, and get some value to you that way. It's going to be a lot of fun. So please join us next week, 8 p.m. next Wednesday evening for uh, a live Builders Problem Solved uh, the night before our next intensive. is going to be a lot of fun. So that's it. Hope it was valuable. Mick Hawes, Builders Business Black Belt. I'm out. Bye for now.